Welcome to Streets, Sports, and Success with your host, Simon and Maurice. Let's go. What's up? Welcome back to Street Sports and Success. And we're going to talk about keeping it real, but keeping it moving at the same time. Being able to keep it real and keep it moving. So um, what I'm looking to talk about here is um, the, the, you know, how important it is to people and especially to us um, from you know, Youngstown, it'll breed a certain level of loyalty in you. And, and you know, people pride themselves on not allowing themselves to get bigger than, than you know, where they come, come from, from and all uh-huh. of that. And and so I, I, I'm sure you've had it, and I know I've had it, uh, as far as, you know, how do you keep it real with, you know, still having love for people that, you know, you knew at 7 years old, 10 years old, 12 years old, uh, people that you spent time with at 12, 13, 14 years old, and but also being able to keep it moving, uh, because sometimes the ability to, if you're if you're going to keep it moving, you may be keeping it real by what we know, but maybe to others may not be keeping it real because you're not doing the same stuff, you're not coming around as much, you're not doing the, you know those type of things, and I think a lot of people struggle with that. And I think a lot of people lose their careers and lose their success levels off of not being able to balance that pool uh, in two separate directions. You want to open up and talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yes. So I think some of the best things you can do uh, with people is to tell stories, right? I think stories are interesting, but also I think that uh, stories are easy to understand, right? And so when you first said this, uh, I immediately thought about uh, when I spent time with the Denver Broncos, right? And uh, I was coming from Youngstown, and I was out of football for a couple years, and I had been in the streets selling dope, uh, selling weed, hustling and partying and thinking I was like this gangster of some sorts, right? And when I was transitioned to the Broncos, I had all of my guys who was hustling with me uh, out in Denver with me, right? And I thought to myself that, man, you know, I've been with these guys uh, since I've been uh, out of football, these guys have helped me hustle. These guys have helped me, um, you know, take care of myself. And I was blinded into believing that that was loyalty, right? That that was like uh, a cool thing. And so when I transitioned to the Broncos, I held on to that mentality as if I was like the street dude or this gangster playing football. Like I was this gangster existing in the NFL. And so uh, I partied, I drunk, I had sex with women. I was just enjoying myself while I was doing that, right? And so what what ended up happening uh, over a period of time, I would have people come to me and they would say, yo, bro, you tripping. You know, you can't be bringing your four guys from back home to uh, Champ Bailey's house to the pool party. You can't be bringing your guys to the practice facility and hanging out with them. You can't be going out Monday through Sunday uh, with your guys after practice. And how I um, digested the information or how they talked to me about it, I thought that they were being offensive to me and telling me to be some square. And I was like having to leave these guys. Uh, But as a responsible adult, I look back at it as these guys won may have uh, just been fulfilling a fantasy and being able to see a certain part of life through me, 
right, where guys should have been a little bit more responsible with saying, hey, these uh, these things that we're doing, uh, they don't necessarily make a better football player, so we probably shouldn't be, you know, being involved in all this activity. And I put a lot of responsibility on myself because I was living that way, which in turn allowed them guys to live around me. And so ways that I, I check it now, I have my own little uh, personal checks and balances and rules as to gar- in regards to keeping it real or staying connected to where you come from. And one is um, 80% of my time will be to help kids, right? So kids are innocent. Kids don't know. Uh, kids may be a product of their parents' decisions and they may be in just faulty situations and they just may not know and just may need guidance, help or just mentorship or something wrapped around them in order to succeed. So I give it there. Uh, I give another 15 percent to older people. Right. People who can't help themselves. Uh, seniors, uh, people who uh from an employment standpoint, I just tend to deal with older people. And that's how I'm investing into my community. Rather they need employment, rather they need help with something, rather I need to donate my time or items or whatever it is to them. And then 5% people who are within my age range who are, you know, let's say 21 through, I would say 40. Uh, there's a checks and balances before we even deal together, right? I have to ask, what are you into, right? When you talk about what you're into or what you want my time for, I'm going to send you through a filter system like, you know, the other week. Guy said, hey, Reese, I would like to learn something from you. First stop, pick up a book. Let's have a discussion around a book I suggest for you to read. And so to, to gauge your level of seriousness and to gauge if I need to be involved with you, I'm going to send you through a series of things that, one, help you to develop, help you to get on the same page as me, and help you come into my arena because I'm not going back into your arena, right? The only thing you're going to find in the neighborhood, uh, if you go back and you're not from the neighborhood and you're searching for something to do, is nonsense for the most part. You know, are you going to find a bunch of people uh, who are, who are, who are, um, uh, and so that, that right there though, you know, so the, the 80, 15, five, uh, already by some people's perspective would be looking at you as, oh, now you too good for us when you came from this, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so why can't you come here and smoke a blunt with us? Or why can't you, that's not come, part of my program, come, come to the, come to the, uh, you know, it's so-and-so's 35th birthday it's party. Not part of my program. We all, you know what I mean? So, so, so I got to have enough confidence to, to tell you, bro, this don't fit into my profile. I've tried this before. I, I've been down this road before. I can, I can have this conversation with people and look them dead in the eye. I've been down this road before where I tried to be super successful and come here and I've seen the results yeah, of it. Yeah, it just as much, I went to the club with my rent money and I spent it all so now I can't pay my rent. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's the same analogy. So I've been down that road before and I have enough confidence within myself. So how do we help people that have not been down that road before that are on that road currently right now? Because yeah. this is a struggle. Anybody that's that's come from not a lot or, or just coming from a situation where they've gotten to a different level mm-hmm. has this pool of people wanting them to do things that they used to do or come around more and and it may cost this person from going to the next level but there's a misunderstanding there of you're not keeping it real or you think you're better than everybody else how do we help that person because i know there's some college athletes right now that are from our area mm-hmm that are, are I, I can see them walking this path and I'm hoping and praying that oh, I, it's yeah, not going to end you. up this way. I give it to you, bro. Just like this, right? 
first of all, you have to get back to the origin, right? The origin is, you know, why why are, why is me or why are me and Simon friends, right? We're friends because we grew up in the same neighborhood, uh, because our mothers were poor. Uh, we went to the same high schools and through circumstances from having to go to the same schools, be in the same neighborhoods and be around the same people, we've become who we are, right? But at 18, we have free will and we have the ability to pursue what we want to pursue. So at that starting point, things change. Yeah, so up to then, not uh, a lot of options. Uh, you you to, weren't given a choice, really. Up to then, yeah. you have you don't have options. 18, I'm able to freely choose what it is I want to be involved in or who I want to become. That is the starting point for the person trying to change and say, hey, I have free will and I'm deciding to do something. And whatever it is that I'm pursuing has a whole different set of responsibilities and requirements. Right. So when I leave and I go to a college and I go to become a college football player, I'm not trying to be a, a, a real brother in, on a college campus. You feel I'm coming from the requirements to be a student athlete calls with going to school calls with going to tutoring if you need it, calls with going to practice, and calls for you to basically to pursue your education and to pursue your goals on the football field. Hanging out with your homeboys from back home and bringing these dudes on campus just to smash some girls or party or to experience, that isn't part of the process. If that So now you got to hear, man, fuck this cat, man. Reese, <laughs> think he... Now he, he, I seen him on TV scoring, you know, playing, but now I think he better than all of That's us. Cool. He can't have us coming up there. You know what I mean? That, that's cool, though. That's cool. It, 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 now, now as a 35-year-old adult, if a person said I'm cool with that. Yeah. But I can also. How do we help the 20-year-old? You, you have to endure that. So it's either, it's either endure that or stay where that person is at. So everybody, your success, your work ethic, and what you put into becoming who you become is for you. It's not for everybody, right? If you happen to give somebody something from being successful, that's a luxury, bro. It's not a necessity. Entitlement. It, it, bro, it, it, they feel entitled, but if, if if I make it, there's no... The, the honorable thing would be to come back and help people who can't help themselves, right? But there's no requirements for me to say, hey, I'm going out here and working my ass off for something, and you've not worked. I'm going to give you something just because you exist and you don't have it. You know how fucking delusional that sound, bro? You know what I'm saying? You understand that, that that's the welfare mentality. That's the I don't want to work and let me put a guilt trip on you mentality and make you feel bad about the success that you have. And then I then position myself to become a charity case. And so you're not helping that person. You help that person if you say, yo, bro, this is what I'm doing right now. These are results from my life. I can help you get enrolled in school down here. Hey, hey, bro, they got I can get you a job. I can I can get you a job on campus you. because, you know, the guy the guy with student athlete support services he can, you know, he 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 knows people. He knows what I'm trying to get accomplished. And he wants people who are productive around me. And if you don't, in prison, they say this, if you allow it, you deserve it. So if you allow somebody who's not productive, who's not responsible, and who doesn't have your best interest at heart, if you allow that person to exist around you, you deserve all the consequences that come with that. Mm -hmm. Because that's the environment you put yourself into. And so we need to quit making people feel guilty and start teaching people to be stronger and more firm in how they feel. I'm firm, bro. I ain't going to the hood. I got businesses in Youngstown, but I'm not going to the hood, bro. I ain't got no fucking business here, bro. If I'm not going to help kids, if I'm not going to assist somebody, and if I'm not going how I should be going responsibly because I got, I got different stuff to lose, I don't feel indifferent about it because how I view myself and who I am now is totally different. I'm cool if you say, okay, he don't come around, give a fuck. You know, you feel I'm coming from? The fuck I'm coming around here for? A ain't shit here.
Right. You know, I'm coming from the stuff that I'm putting here is trying to add value to here. But I'm me being here and having credibility amongst motherfuckers who are here does not mean anything to me no more. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. I don't know. But that's hard for a kid to, to get. You know what I mean? Listen to the podcast. 19, 20. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's this we got to help them with. Yes. You know what I mean? Because you've been through it. I've been through it. I know on the come up. You know, for me, I'm I'm hearing, you know, from family members to friends. You know, oh, this one forgot where he came from, and you know, so I balance that. Here's here's what I balance. Go ahead. <coughs> and sorry for the cussing for those who listened to previous podcasts. I said I wasn't gonna cuss, but uncut. I got I got emotional about this stuff. Come on, go ahead. So, the um, the in street sports or success, they're gonna hear some swearing. Yes. So I'm trying not to swear though. That's my personal. We're working on it. <laughs> So, so we, um, we, you know, in the, in the transition, you know, I'm hearing all the same type of stuff. So what I realized is if I was going to be able to, cause every time you have this upward pool, you have this equal or greater downward pool every time Yes. in the form of adversity or people. Yep. And so, you know, I realized during some of those years, I started thinking, man, where, where I want to go. What I want to be able to do with my life, what I want to be able to do for my city, what I want to be able to do for my mother, all these people, the only way that's going to happen is if like a quarterback that is protected by an offensive line to allow them to throw the ball, I realized that I had some hunger, I had a little bit of gifts uh, that, that I could use to flourish in business, and so I, I was thinking, if if I don't protect myself back here and block myself off from all of these things, then I'm not going to be able to help anybody. I'm not going to be able to help none of of y'all. One million percent. The the best way for me to be able to have a chance at helping anybody is for me to get the fuck out of here. Yes. Like to make you feel more comfortable with the swearing. So I I understood I could not. And because I'm going to be real with you, some of the things I liked to do. So it was discipline and not like I like to go in in at a young, you know, 20 years old, go smoke a blunt with this person and and sit there in a studio and, and rap and laugh. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and, and eat fucking Cheetos. You know what I mean? And and but that was not going to get us closer to where we needed to be. It also was putting it would it would put you in a position of when you hang it around areas and people like that baggage that comes with it beef that comes with it raids come with it drama comes with it and so you're putting yourself in an environment to to possibly lose everything and so i just want to encourage some of you guys going through this this process that it may be your own family members and and typically it's sometimes it's the people that you have cared about uh the most that you're going to have to give them an opportunity to put it on them and not on you and so what i mean by that is I'm going here. We can roll together if you're willing to work or if you're willing to not do this, 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 and this around me. We can roll, but this, I'm not coming here. I'm not going to be at this party. I'm not going to be at this Mm -hmm. place. I'm not going to this club. So if your definition of me keeping it real is I'm not going to come back to the hood or I'm not going to go to this birthday party or I'm not going to come, then then we're going to have issues. But if you're if you want to come work out with me, if you want to go to church with me, if you want to come down to uh, inspire our minds when I'm there and help out 
you know, donate your time with me for two hours while I'm there. We can be together. We can do these things. Yes. Healthy things that are part of what where I'm going, we so, can but, be a part of. But we can't be a part of me not being real because I'm not giving you money, mm -hmm. paying for you for whatever because I made it. Enabling. Enabling you, not teaching you how to work, not teaching you how to grow, not teaching you how to grind. Uh, th those are things that people need to need to understand and, and, and need to be in. And, and don't wait for yourself to lose it all, okay, to to have to realize and come back and talk about, oh, I wish I would have. Try to learn from Maurice, what he's, what he's telling you. You know what I mean? And, and learn from people that have already done it. Don't be that person that they're talking about. Could You could have did this. You could have did that. And you allow your circle and influences to pull you down and don't learn from the experiences of other people that have that have walked before you. In anybody, and, and I want you to hear this, right? If, if, you, if you say, hey, how do I strategically put this thing in motion, right? And it's to choose and define what it is that you are trying to become, right? And then you figure out the daily task that need to basically be taken care of in order to materialize that thing, right? And the responsibilities, right? And if the people that you look around who are next to you, if you ask them to join you in those ventures to make that thing come to pass or to make that thing a reality, if they're not there helping you to become that, you don't really owe them shit. You feel where I'm coming from? You don't owe them shit. You know, I owe it to myself. I owe it to my family. I owe it to everybody to be respectful and to love them. But I, do I owe you something? Do I owe you my time? No, I do not. And we have to take more firmer stances and be totally happy. Make those people feel guilty themselves about not wanting more out of life. Like th th that whole poverty mentality, that whole I'm keeping it real. And I'm going to just go through the motions and, and, and inherit my circumstances and cry. Well, me I've watched people keep it real and get killed. Keep keep it real and and lose. And, yes, you know I I can I'm not going to name names, but we could sit here and look at each other. And I know people that are six feet underground because they were keeping it real. Here, here we go, right? And, and and this is what we don't define, and this is what we hate to to hate hate to accept, right? So when Barack Obama ascended to be the president, when Donald Trump ascended to be president, or anybody who has ascended to be at a different level than what they were at publicly, right? There's a different set of responsibilities that come with that because different people look to you, look up to you and depend on you. Right. So you got hundreds of people who depend on Simon to be healthy, to depend on Simon to think clear, to depend on Simon to be uh, punctual and to be affiliated with things that will help that entire situation grow. All of the companies that you're involved in, everything. Right. And so you may tell me you're about to jeopardize all that. By going to hang out with anybody in, in, in any place that you shouldn't be America, right? You're about to jeopardize that. Say any, any place you shouldn't yeah, be America? Any place, bro. And to offer the approval of people who have nothing to do with what you're doing. Go back and help kids grow to have better opportunities right. to not grow into this mentality. Well, here, here's what my little mental rule has been. Uh, my keeping it real was the amount of time, money, and in, in, in starting the branch of, you know, D Derek started Inspire Minds, mm -hmm. which I started to contribute and donate to. Uh, Love what they had going on, wanted to open it up in Youngstown. It wasn't uh, this program was already built. Here you go, Simon. You, you know, give us a couple bucks. It was starting a business from scratch mm -hmm. uh, with a vision and 
hours upon hours upon hours and hundreds of thousands of dollars poured in mm-hmm. and, and trying to get people to donate and years of, of learning and making mistakes mm-hmm. to be five years in, you know, right now. And that was one of my contributions and continues to be my contribution where internally I know I'm keeping it real because I'm, I'm I don't make anything on that. You know, all I want to do is, is, is go back home and, and, and help, you know, people. And so that was one of them. Uh, I have had an opportunity to uh, properly employ uh, several of, uh, of my childhood friends. Uh, one of, one of them, uh, you, you've done some things with Keelan Logan, mm-hmm. uh, where I've served as a point of, of not a stopping place, uh, but a, a bridge, mm-hmm. you know, for people that I can employ them, uh, legally give them enough to make ends meet, pay their bills, help to grow them Gave as a opportunity. person and, and, and then, and watch them go and excel and go. And that's, I mean, that's one of the most gratifying things mm-hmm. you know all i ever tell keelan is is just man just to watch you be successful and happy is the best gift you could ever give me you don't need to give me anything that that, that has more of an impact than you on the block you visible you round your car through you come to the local club um that that stuff doesn't mean anything but oftentimes we attach ourselves to having to participate in these things to justify that we're cool or that we still keeping it real when all actuality, you're putting yourself in harm's way and you're putting yourself right in a position to be um, to be unproductive. And not everybody's going to understand. No. So as you grow your mind and you grow yourself, there's going to be people that you love that have not grown their mind, have not expanded their thinking, that they don't understand that what you're doing is the right thing for the community, for yourself, for everybody involved. They're looking at you like you just left me in... in how can you make all this money and not give me some? How could you go to all these places and not take me and not come back and, and, and rap with me? And you know what I mean? And so things let, like that. Let me say this, right? So I believe there's some people who've helped you to build you into what you are. There's something that you owe them. You owe them conversations. You owe them your time when um, it's permissible. And if you want to, you, you can offer them an opportunity if they have a skill set to do what needs to be done of what you're asking. Make sense? Yes. Outside of that, you are not any individual who has success athletically and business. We're getting out of the, the, the stupid thinking. You, you, you're not a charitable organization. You feel I'm coming from? Mm -hmm. You're not a charitable organization where you're passing out hundreds and people feel good about you and they and they tweet good about you and they take a picture with you and they tell you how awesome you are and you say, okay, you know, Simon's keeping the real because he gave me X, Y, and Z. That shit does not build long-term success. It's not financially sound. And if if we're to eliminate this type of thinking with these people, these are fucking myths that you got to start dispelling and tell people like but that makes you look at yourself and say am i that dude who expects shit to happen because if if we're, if we're to get on this platform we're to talk about success that we've had we've talked we're, we're to talk about experiences we're to talk about the thinking we've graduated from or the thinking that isn't acceptable inside of the circles that we currently operate in 
And it's not to say that something's better or worse. It's just to say as you graduate and you get into different circles or you get into different um, levels of business, there's a certain requirement of thinking that has to take place. And if in order for it to sustain itself, you have to be responsible with your resources. If not, you'll be right back to where you're at. And, yep. and, and how many people do we see have money and then it becomes Lose sand it in the hand? Yes, yeah. because you, you've kept it real and you wanted to. And, and, and everybody thought like that you were this philanthropist. You know what I'm saying? And as you've made and hit the jackpot and bought the sneakers and bought the clothes and bought the alcohol and, and entertained everybody off of your success, you've now made some financially irresponsible decisions that put you back in the same place that these guys are in and people who would basically, you know, laugh at you for squandering your opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And no, so no. If a person is to hear this, rather they hear it in 2019. This, or, this ain't even just people you grow up with or none of that stuff. It becomes older as you get absolutely. older. You know, there's people you come in contact with at 25 years old, 30 years old in business, or maybe in your relationship. You know, maybe there's people that when you was not 100% committed in a relationship, they were good to hang around and good people and they're fun to hang around. But when you're married with a kid, you can't be absolutely doing what they was doing. So again, you're back in. Oh, he don't keep it real. He don't kick it. He don't come out no more because now he got a girl or now you know what I mean. And that so you're always gonna have these these battles. But I, I know this much. So, so can we say as your commitment changes, your responsibilities changes? Mm. You feel I'm coming from? Absolutely. Whatever you're committed to has its own set of standards. And okay. you have to perform to those standards. No doubt. And everybody may not understand that, but fuck it, that's cool. You feel I'm coming from? No doubt. I don't know. It's always give up to go up and sacrifice, you know, who you were to who you need to be, you know, who you be, need to become. And so the circle that you end up building around yourself will make or break you. You know, the, the people that you put on your team, uh, no matter any way you slice it, there's energy flowing through through us and so if you got yourself around people that are going places moving in the same direction motivated mentally you know all of these people you're going to start having healthy conversations your, your conversations are going to pull greatness out of each other they're going to add value to each other you're going to make each other better you're going to block for each other and elevate each other yes but if you start to put yourself around a circle of because you're just trying to keep it real and you're putting yourself around a circle of people that ain't going anywhere and they're not doing. And there's a time and a place. So part of the keeping it real is, you know, I don't want to paint a picture of, you know, I talk to my mother. I talk to my grandmother. You know, I, I call my cousins and my aunts for their birthday. And, you know, and, and I, I, I try to make it if, if there's a wedding and, you know, things of that nature. And uh, I, I put time in my schedule to. But sometimes it's like when I talk to my mom and maybe 630 in the morning. It may be 730 yeah. in the morning. It may be, you know, I might need to book out two weeks in advance if I want to spend a day with my grandmother. It can't just happen on a random Tuesday because of this life. I don't. I talk to my mother. I talk to my immediate family. That's it. I don't have any reservation. I don't feel bad. And I'm not saying one way is better than another. But I've learned that the most precious thing you have in this world is time. That's the only thing that you can't get back. And you need to define in your life who has um, significant value. And we're not, we're not talking about from a monetary standpoint. We're just talking about from a, this is who I enjoy spending my time with. This is who helped me grow. This is a person that's within the same space that I'm working in. You feel where I'm coming from? Yep. And I give those people my time. 
my mother for birthing me and for being down with me, my family for doing it, and I tend to my business. And I, I, I think that as a leader that I'm required to do that because I'm responsible for hundreds of people. Not hundreds, but a little, you know, a hundred of all people. I'm responsible for these people. So keeping myself sane, keeping myself focused, taking care of myself mentally. Huge. I, I, taking care of yourself mentally, spiritually, and physically. Yes, full-time like Working job. out. Like, you have to do that for the people that you're taking care of. Yes. You know what I mean? You ain't just working out for you. If no. you're not working out and not in the right place mentally, a lot of other people's lives are going to be at jeopardy. And they flow. It One flows. of the most selfless things you could do is to be selfish enough to take care of yourself. Yes. And, 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 and I like this. If a person hears me talking and they they hear um, the passion, they hear the um, the disdain, and they hear uh, just the emotion is because I failed horribly trying to do that. I was the dude who was so hood and I'm so gangster and I'm so much of a real nigga that I have to have this environment around me and I have to be around these guys. And, I, and I've experienced almost a second worst um, consequence you can. I think death is the ultimate consequence. I think jail is right next door to it. You feel where I'm coming from? I do. And so I've, I've experienced everything from trying to do it that way. Everything outside of death. And so as wisdom shows you, as it rears its head, and it says, hey, you know, if you do this again, things could be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. You feel where I'm coming from? So I'm going to need you to be strong and to you know, dismiss this type of thinking that you need to do this stuff. But then also, if you have an opportunity to have a microphone in front of your face, I think you need to speak truth to it and how the whole mentality is bogus. You feel where I'm coming from? No, no. no. I hope this gets into the right hands of the right kids adults that need to hear this especially coming from you even if but even if it gets into somebody who influences somebody no doubt you you feel i'm coming from that that's the that's the best thing so even if this and and it it doesn't have to get into somebody's ear tomorrow or today but if they hear the passion and the perspective on what's taking place then that's transfer. Just as th- there's songs that we've listened to playing the sports every year, right? You've you've heard the the, re- the We Ready songs, right? And what does that do? It immediately infectuates you with a lot of energy and it transfers to like you ready to run through a wall or hit somebody or do something more than what you were doing. And I'm hoping that speaking with that much passion is transferred into these people to be like, oh, I see where this guy coming from. And I'm, I'm going to take that approach towards this dude I'm trying to talk to because it is serious and I'm not saying I'm the strongest dude in America, but there's there's decisions that get made that forever alter your life that people can't recover from. You feel where I'm coming from? No doubt. There, there, there's, there's times in my life that I know if I just went to like the average guy, they would have gave up a long time ago. No doubt. You, you feel where I'm coming yeah, from? 99%. They, they would have gave up a long time ago. And so you do, all, 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 everything of what I'm saying is all out of love, bro. All, I, I, guess that's, I guess that's where I kind of wanted to land that plane. Everything I'm saying is all out of love and all out of like, you just don't want to see somebody act foolishly and blind and unaware. So to, go to, from there. to transition and, and, and move forward to the next thing I want to bring up real quick was uh, I'm going to just, you know, just say if you are in a circle uh, where you need to get out of, you got to you got to you got to make a decision today to get out of that circle and start moving with people that are flowing in the direction you got to flow from uh, or it's going to cost you dearly. Uh Learn it before you need to really learn it and uh, put yourself in, in a jacked up situation. The the cousins to this is like when you mentioned somebody pulling at you, not in your circle, not from 
where you're from, but you still have this balance of, I don't want to be arrogant. I want to show humility. I want to help people. And so they reach out to you and start pulling you for your time. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I always got people, can you mentor me? Can you, can I get mm-hmm. a couple minutes? Can you call me? Can I get, and I feel like, man, sometimes I feel so bad. It's like, I don't got five minutes. You know what I mean? Cause if I got five minutes for this person, I need to have five minutes for these other 45 people. And I don't got the five minutes for all these people. Mm-hmm. And, and so the checks and balances that you're talking about of, all right, read this book and then let's talk. Yep. If, if you want to read this book, you're, you're gauging seriousness. You're going to have to get to a point too that, that everybody that wants your time, uh, you're going to have to be okay with, with upsetting some people and, and understanding not everybody's entitled to their, to your time because they want your time uh, again, or you'll be drained of your energy and, and of your time. I charge people. I, I, I don't, I don't even play around no more. You want my time, bro. Listen to me. I'm not no fucking raggedy ass football player no more. I've I've been graduated from that space. I'm just real humble about what I do. I know what I'm talking about. I know my mentality works. I know the shit that I do works because it shows up. You feel where I'm coming from? Yep. So if, if you respect me enough and you respect yourself enough, I'm charging. Invest into it. If, if, if it's that serious to you, and if you don't, if you don't think I'm valuable, all right, roll out then. You feel where I'm coming? But I, I don't like. You, so a person has to define who the fuck they are, and you have to be comfortable. Like, if I came to you right now, you told me, hey, Reese, I can teach you how to succeed at AIL. And you would do it. You'd be like, yo, I can do it because I've done it. You know what I'm saying? And I show results and I've produced it. So my my time and what you could earn is, is basically X. And if you believe in it, you're going to pay X. And it's that simple. And then you're going to be intently learning because you've invested something invested that you think something. is important, yeah. right? And so I've built a lot of time into myself. I've read, I've studied, I've educated myself. And I know I can take you from... If you have $500 in the hood and you wanted to flip it and turn it into something else legally, I can teach you about that. If you wanted to build a podcast, I can teach you about that. If you wanted to uh, get into the market, I don't know everything, but I can tell you how to make some safe investments. I can have an intelligent conversation about that. There's just certain things within business. I know that I've, I've been around some of the highly functioning, level, highest level of people functioning, and I can hold my own in certain rooms. You feel where I'm coming from? Yeah. And so- this whole free mentality, give, give, give to everybody, give to kids, give to people you know who really can't help themselves, who are trying to go down the right road. So that, that like, so I don't charge everybody, right? Um, people who are trying to assist themselves who just don't have the resources, there's something in my heart where there's some empathy and compassion when I give them advice to keep going, right? But if you're asking for a chunk of my time to learn something, just as I do, I hey, bro, listen, here go invoice. You pay it, you have my time, I give you direction, and I can give you a measurable result as to what I'm going to deliver after we're done. Once we're done with that, cool, let's roll out, it's business. You know what I'm saying? And so even when you're younger, understanding you can graduate to that space, right? So like, we look at Giovanni here, right? If I say like, hey man, just sit down here and teach me how you do all this stuff, it would be disrespectful to him to say, give it to me for free. Because he can be spending his time doing something else making money, pursuing things for his family or whatever whatever it is he wants to do, but just to abuse this man's time and just say, give me all of the information that you've paid for, that you've researched for, that you've taken the time to do for free, bro, it's crazy. No you, you feel where I'm coming from? No and, so, like, and I see a lot of it when, when, when I, when, and we'll close on this, but I, here's, here's how I start gauging some of it, is when I'll sit down and give somebody two hours of my time, and I know what I charge for consulting, I know what people pay for four hours a month, uh, and it ain't a couple thousand dollars. And I'll give somebody on GP two hours. 
you know, or an hour to, to help them in their life business, grown adults. And then I'll have a follow up charity function. Oh, my follow up. You know, I'll, I'll have a fundraiser, not for me, for the kids or for the military or, you know, or whatever. And it's within their ability to do it. They won't spend a hundred dollars for a ticket to show up. But those same people will pull an hour of my time for free for business advice is when I start seeing what's up and, and drawing lines. You know what I mean? Cause I'm like, man, I'll give you $5,000 of time for free, but you won't bring your, you know, oh, you'll, you'll go somewhere to no, the bar, but you won't come down here and, and support the kids. No. So, so one is identified that they're selfish Two, You're not giving $5,000 of time. You're actually giving information for somebody to make millions. But like so, so a person who's made millions can only tell you how to make millions. They don't have your, your, your brain. So once you make millions of dollars, your brain is no longer to set up to run a $10,000 business. It's only to get you to millions. No doubt. You, you feel what I'm coming from? No doubt. Motherfucker can't teach you nothing. Like I can't, like I can't, since I've made it to the professional rank, I don't know how to train a kid to make it to high school. I'm only going to be teaching you how to get to the pros. Right. I understand that blueprint. You know what I'm saying? And so even part of this, part of this stuff is making people aware of what's actually in front of their face. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. And it's cool how much that the stuff coincides. Like when you're yeah. saying I'm only going to, I know it's transferable because since AIL, there's been multiple businesses that have been created that have also been million dollar generating revenue businesses. So, the, you know, the recruiting company that, that we have, KO Recruiting, uh, who's we're doing uh, recruiting services uh -huh. for people, appointment setting for people, setting appointments by phone. Uh, within our first year, we came really close to generating a uh, million dollars of revenue. And the second full year will be way over a uh, million dollars. But but you only know how, you feel I'm coming from? And, and I know I couldn't have done that 10 years ago, but I see how fast we can create that now. It's a lot easier than I thought it was. Now you just needed the knowledge and the wisdom. So when you're saying, yeah, we can, in a couple hours, we can transfer this and, 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 and get that knowledge, but get and we'll end on this. Okay, we'll end on this, Reese, because we talked about. You know, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm, I was looking at uh, at you over here before we started, and I start laughing because you spit knowledge, and I start laughing. I said, "Look at you over there from the south side, spitting all this wisdom and knowledge, man." And and and, and so, sounding all studious, okay, and educated, which you are. How how does that happen? And I'll give a couple tips on how I think you can you can accumulate the knowledge and know how in order to build something. If you're good enough at something, you'll turn it into you. You can turn damn near anything into a million dollar business. If you're good enough yeah. at playing the trumpet, you can do it. The the where did you get that from? Uh, to having a conversation with you now, yeah, and to have a conversation with you at 20 years old mm -hmm. would sound like two different people. 100. percent A reading, continuous reading. And being comfortable with being identified as smart, I think the I, I think for so long as a kid, I, I, I identified being smart as being lame, and then as an adult, um, when I became smart and uh, I enjoyed reading and learning, and I started to realize that my personality was a whole lot more than a football player. I just pretend I was gangster. Uh, I think that that's where it started, and then one, I love business. And I'm fascinated by operations. And I think that if you can understand operations and op entrepreneurship, I think you can run business. I think you can run anything in the world. 
Um, and I think that's where it starts. And so understanding economics, operations and entrepreneurship, I think once you you, you title so you say things, a lot of it came from books, all books, bro, all, all books. One, I think people should read from great men to actually see what's um, great men or women, depending on who you are and what inspires you. Uh, to see what's, uh, um, I think people shoot themselves short to think about what 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 one man is able to accomplish with a fucking supreme focus. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. With a supreme focus, what what you can actually accomplish in your lifetime if you like actually dedicate. Yourself. When I got people coming coming to me and, and picking my brain on stuff, you know, I'm I, like recently I spent some time with a friend of mine who's who's running a business, and I'm like, bro, you got to read that book, Shoe Dog, Phil Knight. You know what I mean? It, who founded Nike? And and I and I feel, not not him, but I've I've had that conversation where people look at me like, really, like I've had literally an argument with one of my high school teammates. And he's like, you're telling me you got all this because you 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 because you you start reading fucking books, he, and I'm like, yeah, but but the, but the books, podcasts, self development, and but, he's like, nah nah nah, like 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 legit, button heads with me when I'm telling you. So much of this game has come from, I mean, if I could just X out most of it and just say, look, look pick two things. It's, it's mentorship, okay, from the right people. You know, so for me it was Marcus Smith and Jim Serace just starting out. So mentorship, which is really just a living, like this podcast can be mentorship for people. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's pulling out knowledge of men or women with wisdom that can tell you how to get to where to where you're going. So you could either learn from these people's mistakes and, and what they've learned and speed up your process because it's written down in a book. Or you can learn from your own mistakes, which is going to take you your, a lifetime. Yeah, so, so, so here we go. It, it, people I, don't get there because they don't read. They're yeah. lazy. They, they refuse to. This one gets me fired up. You know, you like, man, excuse me. For, I yeah. mean, this one can have me say fuck five times in a row because I'll give people the answer. And they want it. And then go back and I wish I could see how much time in the next two weeks those people spend on books, audio books, podcasts, reading, self-development. They don't do it. Uh, listen to me. I, I'm going to build more on what you said, but I'm going to try to help the, the listener out too, right? The purpose of reading books is just not to flip through pages and to read words uh, objectively. The sole purpose is to adapt the mentality from the person who's went through what they went through or went through what they went to to get to where they're at. You're just pulling on mentality. Mentalities are the only thing that separate people in life. Your mentality every day in regards to what you're doing. And your mentality gives you purpose or it, it helps you to move with purpose. It helps you to motor through stuff. And it's all a mentality. Just like when you're a kid and you want to be Michael Jordan, or in this age, it's LeBron. You're trying to mimic their moves, but then take their mentality based upon moments on how you want to win. In business, you want to be somebody in business, you're trying to take that person's mentality. First, you're emulating their moves. Then you try to identify the mentality. Then you take the mentality. In books, people have sat down. They have loved you enough to organize the information, put it on a piece of paper, and give you all of their secrets and your inability to be patient enough and diligent enough to read through papers and to get that mentality is really the core reasoning as to why you're not successful because you won't sit down, be patient, grind, and get through the tedious stuff to learn. All behaviors connected. Feel this. I bet you I can give people 10 books 
that'll take them 10 hours a piece that would flip their world upside down and literally get put them on a whole nother planet. It's 100 hours. That's all it is. So you'll work that three part-time jobs, three 30-hour three weeks you already got 100 <laughs> hours in. If you would sit your ass down and rip through, these te- rip through the books and spend the time, you're going to save yourself all this time that you're thinking you don't have to invest into this and, and wake up earlier. You know, early to bed, early to rise makes one healthy, wealthy, and wise. You know, you go to bed earlier, you get up early, you find a way to pour into yourself, you know, some of these things. And, uh, you know, we could go on for days, yeah. you know, with this stuff. So uh, I, I'll let you close it out with any any thoughts you got. Any and, thoughts? Uh, we'll keep it pushing. L- last thoughts I have. Think about it like this. I'm pretty sure everybody has grabbed a piece of furniture from a store or a toy and they've decided to say, hey, let me try to put this together myself. Right. And they went through and they struggled only to return back to the directions to basically figure out how to do it in a much easier, more efficient fashion. Right. Yep. Books are the same way. Right. You can go out here and try to figure this shit out yourself mm. or you can go back to a book and say, the hey, directions. here's the directions. Right. And so it makes your time more efficient. It makes your actions and your effort more organized and you get to where you're trying to get to cleaner, clearer, and with uh, less time. So I'll end it on that note. Love it. Well, thanks for joining us on another episode uh, of Street Sports and Success. And uh, we'll see you again soon. Thanks. Thanks.